to Living the Good Life with Mama and Baba. This is Nancy. And this is Samir. How are you, Habibi? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Nancy? Good. Are you uh, recovered from our trip? Not really. It seems like I still have a little bit of jet lag. So for those who don't know, we just got back from Chicago. Uh, we went for a couple of day trips, like I think it was like two and a half days. And uh, this episode, it's going to be about our trip. And uh, it was our first time traveling in the COVID, you know, in the pandemic. So do you remember when was the last time we traveled internationally or on a plane? Internationally or on the plane, it was 2019, which seems like a century ago. May of 2019 with our daughter, Janelle. So it's been a while. Where did we go then? That was We went to Morocco Spain, and Morocco, Spain. Yeah. It was a beautiful trip. But, so, it, um, so it's been a while since we've uh, been on a plane. And uh, this was our first experience during, during the COVID, which we'll be talking about it as well. Yeah, and we, we did plan other trips. And we did discuss that on a previous podcast. One to Japan that we canceled because of the uh, uh, pandemic. One to Spain we to surprise our, one of our daughters, which we canceled. And actually, I don't know if anyone knew, uh, if we mentioned it, we did plan a trip to Texas. We've always wanted to go to Texas. We've canceled that one also. Yeah, and the reason we canceled was um, because it was like 104 degrees. <laughs> it was too hot. 104 and humid in Austin. At the same time, it was all outdoor dining, and we, did, we didn't feel like we yeah, were going to have a good hot. time with, with the masks. But as a backstory... The reason why we wanted to go to Chicago, we've always talked about going to Chicago. And that was like one of the bucket list cities that Nancy wanted to go to. Yes. Every time we'd watch a show on TV, for some reason, uh, it's set in Chicago. And we've always said, this is a sign. This is a sign for us to visit that city. So it's always been on our list. And, and we always wanted to go because Chicago's weather is somehow extreme in the winter time, so it gets really cold and snowy, and in the summertime probably gets humid. So we always wanted to travel in springtime or fall. And every spring and fall something happens. So when I got the the email from Southwest because you know you can sign in with them, they give you like you know updates and news. It was $79 nonstop. Round from, trip round from trip. Los Angeles, LAX to Chicago. I've, it's unheard of. I've never heard of a ticket that low. It'll cost you more than $79 to drive there. It really is. So when I saw that, and it's nonstop too, and I was telling Samir, this is a sign we're going. So we booked Austin's trip and we booked Chicago's trip. And there were, there were like a, a month in between. We canceled Austin because, you know, the weather. And the nice thing about Southwest is... They uh, now, because of the pandemic, they give you your money, well, credit, but they don't charge you a fee. Yeah, for there's no changeover fees. Uh, they credit your account, and so you can very easily change it over. And we love Southwest is our favorite uh, local airlines. And because you can take two free luggage, they don't charge you for luggage as well. So yeah. we really like, and they're really always on time. Yeah, uh, friendly I don't know. service. They're, they're funny. <laughs> you can pick your seats if you check in on time. So it was a good thing, and we didn't want to cancel this. I knew if we canceled Chicago, it would have been the fourth trip. No, we in, wanted to go in, in, within this year, and we want we were going to regret it. And the weather was like a little bit, you know. Actually, we went on a week that the weather was not that warm. It was warmer before, and it was going to be warmer after. But you know what? I told Sammy we're going to go. So um, 
you know, so we're going to first talk about our plane experience. First of all, if you live in LA and you've been to LAX, you know how crazy that airport is. It's crazy on, on a regular time. But this time it was kind of slow. It, huh? would, it was it was smooth sailing, and in LA traffic is is always horrendous. It's it's world renowned for that. But the drive to LAX was smooth, the drop off was smooth, and 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 yeah, the whole experience there. Now our son dro- drove us uh, to the airport, so we kind of saved fifty dollars on Uber because usually cost fifty dollars. And we went to the plane. Everybody uh, has their mask. To be honest, I was kind of disappointed they did not check your temperature. You would think that somebody would check your temperature before before you even go in the airport. That yeah. was there was no none yeah, of that. it was kind of weird. You would think that they would check temperature or something. Nothing. Uh, but masks were required. Everybody was wearing masks. And the different thing is, is normally we take our electronics, our iPads, we put them, we stuff them in a backpack. And normally with TSA, everything has to come out of those backpacks, especially electronics. But I was prepared to do that, and they said, "Oh no, no, no! Don't, don't, don't touch the backpacks. Leave everything enclosed." which was kind of weird for me, but a lot easier for us. So we kind of ran it through and it was smooth. But it's the same thing. Nothing changed. Nothing has changed except that you are wearing masks. And when you get in the plane, especially like, I don't know about other planes, you know, other airlines, Southwest, the middle seat was empty, which I was telling Samir, it's kind of nice if you have a child. Like say I have a child and him and us are traveling. You bring your child so you don't have to even buy another seat. So I bet you some parents are enjoying that perk. Yeah, give give you that. Uh, social distancing somewhat of space from strangers but if you were a family of three you can actually sit next to each other so it was nice uh, aisle I, nancy had the window seat as usual yeah, and I I had like the aisle seat. seat the plane was full it was full uh i get kind of claustrophobic with these masks on but you kind of get used to it after a while because you feel uncomfortable taking the mask off and everyone's watching you so we can we were good about it we kept our masks on but the policy is you can take your mask off if you're actively eating if you're eating or drinking you can take it off which to be honest it just defeats the whole purpose in a way if you think about it so it is what it is but we try to keep it the whole time it is it gets claustrophobic but we cannot complain we cannot complain because a lot of you out there who are who have to wear it all day, so I cannot complain at all. It was not that bad. And Nancy talked me into it. It was a good suggestion. She said, Samir, uh, the airlines are not going to give you anything to eat. We're going to be traveling for over four hours to Chicago. We're going to get there later on during the day, and we're not going to buy airport food. So she actually made a few sandwiches um, Yeah, thank fruit. you. He didn't want me to, and I was like, Samir, I'm going to make a sandwich. If you don't want to eat it, I'm going to eat it. I, the, the thing is, you have to understand, too, the airport food, first of all, it's expensive. Second of all, so many were closed. I bet you, like, more than 50 stores were closed. I was shocked. I just was kind of against it at first because I didn't know whether it was going to be comfortable to eat on a plane and everyone's watching you. But either no, way, no, no. it's the same. We did. We brought food on the plane. It looks like a lot of other people did bring food on the plane. And also Southwest gave out some vanilla Snacks crackers and, yes. and, and some pretzels. So And water. And water service. So, so it was a nice was smooth flight. And the flight took around four hours. So it wasn't that bad. Oh, another tip when you travel. Download some movies on your iPad or computer or your phone. Uh, from Netflix because you can download them ahead of time and you can watch them without 
Wi-Fi. And that's another thing. Southwest offers free Wi-Fi, but only for texting. And they give you live TV that you can watch. Live TV, which but, is pretty uh, cool. But it's nice because I watch two movies, and the next thing I know, we are in Chicago. Yeah, so it's perfect. Load up your phone or your iPad with Netflix movies or whatever, and, and it takes up the time really quickly. So that was our experience with the plane. Uh, we didn't, did you, I don't know, Samir, did you feel any at any point that you were unsafe? I mean, no, I, I just, did not. I just either. felt claustrophobic. Yeah. I mean, that 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 is pretty much it, especially with this mask on my face. But at the same time, I felt that I was safe. Yeah, it was it was safe. We did not feel unsafe, and it was kind of almost the same, except for people wearing masks, and it's kind of a little bit quieter, and the stores were closed. Some of the places were closed. So our trip to Chicago, when we landed, we took an Uber, and the Uber was like around $30. Yeah, uh, $30, $31. It was cl- cloudy, gloomy. And it started to hail. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yeah. here, here comes the rain. <laughs> it was about, a, we flew into Midway, which is a smaller airport in Chicago. The, the main one there is O'Hare. And it took us about a half an hour to get from Midway to downtown Chicago, where our hotel is. And the weather was not the best. Um, hailing. Yeah, it was hailing and cold, but... It, that's it. That's the only time it rained. So we were very lucky. So we went to the, our hotel. And the way we pick hotels, uh, the, you know, we try to do some research ahead of time. We try to look for locations. We try to uh, read reviews on what people say, where you should stay. So we do our research beforehand. And we picked the Hyatt Regency because we wanted a view. So we got a room up there, up, up in, you know, the 23rd floor with a view. That hotel was very nice. What it was? What do you think your experience? Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, we do look for hotels that are first off have a, some sort of not a brand name, good reputation. So we've checked the sites, the typical sites, TripAdvisor, Orbitz, uh, Expedia, all these other sites, and this one was rated really high, and they were discounted these these uh, rooms, and we wanted a view of the city. So this, and and also we want we wanted a hotel that was within walking distance of the main sites that we wanted to visit. Yeah, because you don't want to spend a lot of money on Uber and transportation, taxis, transportation. In Chicago, like any other major city, it's very expensive. It is very expensive. The tax rate was ten and a quarter, I believe, which is pretty like Los Angeles, so that was pretty high. Yeah. Um, the hotel was empty. The the we were talking to the uh, front desk, and the guy said there's usually 2200 rooms yeah it's, it's the largest hotel in chicago there's 2200 rooms only a little under 200 were occupied so sad I, which I was is like very sad. sad under 10 percent occupancy it looked like a ghost town and they had to cut their their labor force from like 900 to i don't know how many 200 maybe yeah it, it was a ghost town it was sad to say uh but we did take advantage of that unfortunately uh if people are comfortable in traveling in these times, and if you're safe about it, you could, you could, there's some good deals out there. And we paid around $150. Uh, there were other hotels that even offer breakfast, but we read that the breakfast is not even open, like not buffets. What they do is they put like a little bit sandwich or bagel in a bag, and honestly, we did not want that. So we opted for this hotel. Uh, it was a little bit more, which is still a sweet deal. And you know, uh, another tip that we do when we travel is we always call the hotel and ask them after we reserve and ask them if we if we can get a nice room with a view because sometimes you do book something with a view but you end up getting a view of a next building so you guys have to really be prepared so we we called Samir called the next day and he said 
you know what, this is our first trip to Chicago and we would love to have a nice view. And we got a really nice view yeah, of the did. river. It was an upper floor and, and, and it had a beautiful view of the river and downtown Chicago. Very clean. Um, one thing that we noticed was different uh, this trip, like on, on, you know, because of the pandemic was usually they come and they clean your room the next day, you know, they don't. So what they do is no one comes until you leave. So if you want like, uh, you know, towels or any, any questions that you needed or anything you need in the room, you have to call and they'll deliver it to you, which is, I kind of like that actually. Yeah, it doesn't well, bother me. what we've learned, it looks like it's, uh, it's, it's a COVID hotel regulation. And we've learned that when we, when we drove through Utah and stayed uh, near the um, Zion National Park is they would uh, uh, rent out a room, uh, book a room. And then once you leave, they do not rebook that room for at least 24 hours. So if there's 48 any, hours. 48 hours? 48 hours. So if there's any virus hanging around on the t- on the remote control or the door handles, suppose that the virus does not last longer than maybe, I think, believe 48 hours on a hard surface. So with this hotel being so big, I think they only booked certain floors. and um, It was very clean. Yeah, and we didn't know there was no room service. We didn't know that. And plus, there's no uh, mini bar service. That was locked. So there's no, no handling of water bottles, uh, soda bottles, or anything. Yeah. So it was kind of different for us, but it didn't really bother us. No, it didn't bother us. No, it didn't bother it us kind of gave us that peace of mind that no one is coming into our room and just kind of going through our bed sheets and everything. And it's for our safety, too, because you don't know if that person has COVID or not, you know, or, you know, if they're sick. But um, the location of the hotel was perfect. It was like uh, cl- within walking distance to Magnificent Mile, which is Michigan Michigan Avenue. Yeah, Magnificent Mile, just to kind of give you an explanation. Uh, Chicago is, is a big city. It's one of the largest cities in the world. has a little over 8 million people. How many neighborhoods you were telling me? Uh, over, over 70. I have 76, 77, 77 distinct neighborhoods. Wow. We were in one of the neighborhoods. Because we didn't want to really kind of wander out to different parts of Chicago just and get lost. We wanted to focus on one area because we were only there for two nights. And that was, like Nancy mentioned, the it's, it's the Magnificent Mile, Michigan Avenue. It's the top, it's the northern part of Michigan Avenue, the one mile most northern part of the uh, of Michigan Avenue. And the neighborhood neighbor is called uh, Near Northern uh, End, Near North End, The Loop. And it's like the Beverly Hills of Chicago. So it was just just beautiful. You know, I, we remember when we checked in the hotel, it was, uh, you know, ended up being around 5 o'clock, 5.30, and we changed our clothes, and we went for dinner. And when we walked down towards downtown, it was like dusk night, you know, like in the hour, dusk Thursday hour. night. God, the views, you guys, the views were just magnificent. Yeah, if you do like architecture, you like high-rise oh. buildings, which I'm always fascinated with. We live in Los Angeles, and I used to live in San Francisco. I, I just love high-rise buildings. But these are high-rise, glass-gleaming buildings next to old, historic Chicago high-rises, like the, the brick facades next to the glass towers. So it was really beautiful. We loved it. Loved it. Loved. We fell in love with it. It was better than I expected. I don't know about you, Samir. It really better than my any expectations it was a lot it was a lot better than we expected we had low expectations first off the weather we felt oh my god we're leaving 100 degree heat in la and we're going to go to 50 50. degree i was cold weather (laughs) with rain in chicago so we were kind of bundled up we had our clothes 
a lot better than expected. A lot better. And, and it, it, it was refreshing too, the weather, because it was so hot. Maybe that's why we felt the cold, because we came from a hot climate yeah. and our body didn't have a time to adjust. So. Yeah, so we came from a hot climate that was very smoky because of our unfortunate uh, West Coast fires. fires. Yeah. And we went to a climate that's in the mid-50s with a slight breeze and the wind was coming from the north over Lake Michigan. So it was a clean fresh crisp it was air. really refreshing so it was really nice and as we said our expectations were really low i don't know why they were maybe because of what you hear on the news about chicago but i know we were isolated in the magnificent mile neighborhood but nancy and i felt very safe very safe it was a very clean district of the city and it just it's a great place to go visit well you know every time i would mention to somebody when i found out i was going to chicago like we're going there people would say what be Why are you safe. going to Chicago? Be careful. Be safe. Let me tell you, I did not feel unsafe for a second. There was police officers, like cars, every corner throughout the day. It was unusual. It's kind of unusual. As, as, as we everyone knows, everyone talks about the Chicago crime. I don't want to get into that because I don't know much about it. Every city has its, its, its good neighborhoods, its bad neighborhoods, um, and this city is just one of them. But it seems like maybe this is where all the tourism comes in and the police seems like they're focusing on this neighborhood. Which is sad, to be honest, because, you know, you would think you need police in areas that where it's need, they're needed more. Yeah. But here, because, you know, they're making money on downtown, which, hey, we're not complaining. It's we're economics. Complaining. It's it bottom is. line. It's economics. Every neighborhood, every intersection had a police officer in a car with their lights flashing. Yeah, it was unusual. Let me tell you, though, one thing about Chicago I noticed, it was very clean. The streets are much cleaner than the streets of Los Angeles and San Francisco. I was It was unusually clean. There was always somebody cleaning. So that's one thing I appreciated about this city. Yeah, it was, it was, it was impressive. And, and as I said, our expectations were very low, and uh, it, it far out met our expectations. Now, we only Ubered once, you guys, once from the airport to our hotel. The whole day we stayed Thursday night, Friday, and most of Saturday or in the afternoon. We walked. We walked. First of all, it's good for two reasons. First of all, you do save money because anytime you go Uber, like, you know, uh, and that's not the reason why we're in Uber, but, you know, one of the reasons is you do save money because anytime you want to go from A to B with short distance, it's like $14. And I wasn't wearing heels, so maybe that's easier for me. Number two, you exercise. You kind of burn calories because... Our mission there to go to Chicago besides sightseeing was to eat. I mean, like, we, Samir and I are serious eaters. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you do uh, walk, it's, it's not as guilty. You don't feel as guilty eating constantly during the day. And, and also, you um, find out things. You, you enjoy parts of the city that you don't get to see if you are in a car versus walking. I mean, you do find like like jewels in the city when you walk, discover places. You do, and there are areas, and Nancy loves photography, so there are like quiet alleyways and, 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 corners. And, and corners where you can actually take photos and the whole thing. So going in public transportation or even an Uber, you kind of miss out on all that. So it's nice to kind of get good, comfortable shoes, dress appropriately for the weather, have your Google Maps. Make sure your phone is fully charged. Have a backup phone, if you, a backup battery yes. if you need it. Have a backup and battery. Just kind of, and just kind of explore. And surprisingly, as big as the city is, and it's very big, the neighborhood we were in is, is very walkable, surprisingly walkable. So it was, we walked from one end to the other and we felt very safe and we were walking until late at night. Now, that's another thing too. I, w I felt safe because maybe I was with you, Samir. If you guys are girls on your own, 
if you are in a big group, it's safe to walk. Trust me, it's safe. You guys are all together. But if you're one or two girls, you just be careful where you're walking because you don't want to end up walking in an area that it's not safe and you want to get in, you know, get in trouble you or just, you dangerous. To, you need to walk with confidence. You need to kind of be aware of your surroundings and you need to almost walk like you're not a tourist. Yes. Don't walk like a tourist. You don't want to look like a target. And be careful who you ask questions to as well, because you know, you don't, I don't trust anyone. So you have to be careful, but walk like you belong. Actually, a lot of people when Samira and I were walking, they, they thought we lived in here and they kept stopping us and asking us for directions. Yeah. We look like fellow <laughs> Chicagoans. Chicago so we fit in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, so Chicago was known for their food. They're known for steakhouses. They're known for pizzas. Their hot dogs. Deep dish pizzas, um, uh, Chicago hot dogs, uh, Italian beef sandwiches, which are like a yes. French dip type of uh, sandwich. So all this, we had, we Googled it before. Like, So you have to do some research before you visit an area. Like, what is it known for? What is Chicago known for? And then, like, what are the top... Like, Samira and I, we spent a whole week just uh, Googling what's the top pizzas, and we end up, uh, you know, writing down a few lists and locations, just in case if your phone died or anything like that. And... The food was really good. Yeah, it was really good. And we, we I, I always research in advance, sometimes to my detriment, because yeah, I over-research. Yeah, you do over-research. Nancy always tells me, Samir, just leave it up to a surprise. Be surprised once in a while. And for me, I'm very anal about it. And I'd like to kind of plan my trip. But too much. Like, okay, let me give you an example. So one year, Samir uh, uh, and, and myself and the kids, we went on a cruise, right? Samir, like dissected the whole map the of layout the of the ship i knew every corner of the ship i'm like okay it's like i want to be surprised you don't yeah. tell me everything i want to be like you know first impression like okay here's this and next to the dining next to our room there's dining room and next to this there's an elevator like uh, chill okay you know what i like the element of surprise i like the element of surprise so much that when i was pregnant with our three children i did not find out the sex i wanted to be a surprise and Sammy likes to plan. he likes to know everything ahead of time but bottom line, uh, the the objective of this trip was, because it was such a short trip, was to go there and stuff our faces with what's well known in that city and just see the sights. So we kind of knew where we wanted to go. Now we tried two deep dish pizzas. One of them is... Lou Malnati's. And the other one? And the second one was Giordano's. Let me see. I think we talked about it in our stories. My verdict is I like the Lou Malnati's. I do like that one. Which is not, I mean, you expect deep dish pizzas to be really deep. This like wasn't maybe, deep. I don't know, about an inch and a half deep. This one wasn't surprising. I mean, we looked at it, Nancy and I only ordered a small, which was four slices. And this thing came very simple. The classic pizza was uh, like a whole, not even a whole, uh, pieces of tomato. It's like a very chunky tomato sauce on the sweeter side. It tasted very fresh. And like a, a even layer of sausage. Then they had the crust, and then obviously oh, had the cheese. I want one now. The good thing about this one was you can almost take it in your hand and eat it like a regular New York-style pizza. But I think the best part about it was it wasn't greasy and overwhelming and too cheesy, and which sometimes it gets to be overly cheesy. But the crust... And the tomato sauce. The tomato, tomato sauce, sauce was sauce, Like I said, it was very unique very and, fresh. and very chunky. Just different. But the crust was very uh, crisp, and it had that... Uh, cheesy like a crisp i don't know if everyone ever tried like a parmesan crisp type of butter it's called butter crust it's trademarked by them and you have to order it so we ordered the classic uh lou malnati's pizza with the uh, trademarked uh what do they call butter crust 
And and the other pizza, the Giordan, Giordani. Then we tried Giordano's, and Giordano's, they're known, their signature part of their, their pizza is the cheese. They put a lot Supposedly of Supposedly on the large, we didn't order the large, we ordered the small. Uh, they put almost two pounds of cheese oh, in it. Oh my God. We ordered the small, and this one was around mid-20s, 23 $24. It, it, it had six slices, so it was a little bit larger than the Lou Malnati's. This one was more, I describe it more of a traditional type of deep, yeah. quote-unquote, deep dish pizza. Very filling. Very filling, very Instagrammable. And Nancy's stories, I'm picking up one of the slices, and, and the cheese is just stretching for like six to eight inches. It's yeah. just unbelievable. It was really good. We enjoyed both of them. There was one more we wanted to try, but it was kind of far, and we honestly called, we didn't want to called, We didn't have time. Yeah, it's called Pequod's. But the pizzas were really good. Uh, then we tried that beef sandwich that was delicious. We ended up finding there's one in uh, LA. It's called uh, Por- Portillo's. 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 And actually, we tried it in Arizona one time in, when we were in, visiting in Scottsdale. Friends. Yeah, and it, it was really good. But Portillo's is a Chicago institution, and they're known for the, actually they're known for their Chicago style hot dog, but they also sell the Italian beef sandwich. We ordered one of each. We ordered the Italian beef sandwich, which is basically like a hoagie bun filled with sliced roast beef that's dipped in their au jus. Gravy. Yeah, and then they take the whole stuffed sandwich and dip that in the au jus. So it's basically a sogging mess. But it, just, <laughs> it was a mess. It was good, though. <laughs> and, it's, and it's topped with... Uh, did it have cheese? No, it didn't have cheese. No. No cheese. Uh, sweet Pe- and hot peppers. Peppers. And you got to have the peppers. It goes down... So easily, it's it's. Scary. It was really good, scary. And, and then we ordered their chocolate cake, which was good. It, it's like a it's like a box chocolate cake. Yeah, but to get back to the to the hot dog, the the <laughs> the, uh, the classic Chicago style hot dog is poppy seed hot dog bun, which was cool. Had a Vienna old beef uh, hot dog, which had a nice snap and was very juicy. On top of that, just a little bit of yellow mustard, a very green, like a neon green relish sweet relish it had one long slice of pickle and it had some hot peppers on there and that's and then and a slice of, of tomatoes oh yeah sorry about that yeah slice it a okay. few slices of tomato which is kind of no I don't no think no tomatoes yeah did not belong there and it had celery salt that is the classic uh chicago and it was really good oh my god when we watched a review about it it says about the tomatoes some girls said the tomato there was like the girlfriend that you take that, it's a girlfriend, it? the, the girlfriend that you invite to your party, but she never. She doesn't say she, anything. She, she, she just never sits in the corner. In the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> she does, she's like useless. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. But, not supposed to but be it there. was a very good hot dog. It's different than the New York style that you're used to. Uh, and then if you ask for ketchup, they'll throw it at you because it's an insult. But it's it was really good. But the other hot dog place that we wanted to visit, we couldn't. Uh, we YouTubed it. It's called Super Dog D A W G. But it was like a 10-minute drive, and yeah. we didn't want to... Yeah, we Uber tried expense. to stay downtown. We wanted something that was very close to us. So we kind of walked. The last two days, we walked everywhere. We kind of discovered most of the neighborhood. We went to uh, the uh, Magnificent... We went to the Magnificent Mile. We went Mile. to the Magnificent Mile, but Nancy didn't mention one our first breakfast, because we love our stomachs. We wanted to plan our breakfast. We wanted something light. She mentioned that one of her followers told, "Hey, you need to go see the Starbucks Reserve. It's one of the biggest roast roasteries, roasteries in the country, I think. Yeah. And there's only three of these Starbucks in the country: one in New York City, one in Chicago, one in Seattle. Seattle. And this one was one to four stories. It was tall, really nice, right on the Magnificent Mile. So obviously the rent is through the roof. Uh, on the first floor, they have just like the, I believe this typical Starbucks." 
The second floor with escalators and beautiful architecture, they have more pastries and, and, and savory goods, and then they have coffee. The third floor, it's, it's called a uh, coffee tasting bar. So it's like going for wine tasting and you can taste coffee from different corners of the world. And the fourth floor was a lounge where you can have like a coffee martini, alcohol beverages. So it was very cool. It was a great experience. A little bit more expensive than the average But the food Starbucks. was good. The food was good. But yeah, and then we had a window seat and we looked out over the magnificent mile. So it was a really nice experience. It was like a European place. It reminds yeah, me like you're, in you're paying for the location. I mean, basically that's what you're doing. So it's an experience. It's nice. It's worth it just to go get a drink and check it out. Why not? Um, and then what else did we do? Oh, we walked. We kept walking. We ended up being on the lake. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we, walked, we walked north a mile on the Magnificent Mile. And Lake Michigan almost pretty much ends up on Lake Michigan. I'm, I'm sorry, Michigan Avenue almost ends up on Lake Michigan. And there's this walkway that joggers run on. With the sand? It's, I didn't, you know, I didn't yeah, expect the lake sand, to be like this. Yeah, there's sand. It's a sandy beach. But we were on a asphalted walkway right up against a retaining wall, and we wanted to walk back towards Chicago. And the cool thing is, as we were walking to the left is Lake Michigan. To the right, you see just the skyline. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was really beautiful. But it was very wavy. The storm was coming through, and we were dressed to the hilt with boots and pants and the whole thing. That was a bad idea. And the very funny thing idea. is, we were kind of whipping around a corner on this walkway, and there was a retaining wall to the right. There's nowhere to go. So there's a retaining wall to the right, and the lake to the left. And this wave came in. Nancy goes, Samir, look, watch out. And there was nowhere to oh, go. Oh, we were soaked. And we got wet. We got wet up all close to our knees. Oh, that was not fun. All our shoes, the socks got wet. Yeah. <laughs> it so was a fun experience. On a cold though. day. So we had to kind of, on a cold day, we got our uh, feet soaking wet. We had to. But you can always say that you dipped your feet, you know, you touched we, the, the we, lake. We dipped our feet in Lake Michigan. So that was an experience. So we had to go back to the hotel and change our shoes and change our you know socks and get dry ones but it was fun it was really fun just the views everywhere you look when you're walking downtown chicago it's just it's like eye candy like you don't know everywhere like you look to the right eye candy left eye candy and i love you know i was telling samir that it reminded me a little bit of london because the high-rise buildings are modern but then you see an old brick or old like cathedral looking building like the Wrigley building yeah. which is by the way for the gum Wrigley gum Wrigley gum they're um, they're one of the main uh, he's one of the main businessmen that I don't know helped build Chicago but he's been around for a while but didn't it remind you a little bit of London a little bit and it the did. river like you know, the Thames did. River it did it, I think it was more intimate than London London's more spread out than well, Chicago it's big. it's big yeah but the city was very walkable like we very felt walkable. like we can walk everywhere and you know another fun factor I didn't know about Chicago that Samir mentioned was they have those trains that they go um instead of under the ground they go over yeah like the subway system or if people are used to it in new york city or in london it goes underground a, a large part of this subway system is actually above ground it's very cool and it's elevated above street level one story up and cars actually drive under the track so it's very cool and and nancy took a few pictures of that too where the train is running through between the skyscrapers and the whole thing. So it was very cool. And then, then, and then uh, I want to, she, she also reserved uh, something ahead of time. And that's, that's what planning is all about. And we'll talk about that in, a, in a, another podcast on how to plan a trip is she, uh, we booked tickets ahead of, uh, ahead of time at the tallest point in Chicago and they call it the Willis Tower. 
It used to be called the Sears Tower. They renamed it. I didn't know that until we got there. The Willis Tower. And this building used to be the tallest, when I was a kid, it used to be the tallest building in the world. Not up anymore. until the 90s. And then, obviously, skyscrapers throughout the world started shooting up. So she booked that ticket. And how much was it? $30 a person? It's called the Sky Deck. And it was $30. And the reason I booked it is because I didn't know if they have limited uh, quantities for tickets because of the COVID. So... You know, I wanted to make sure that we get in because everybody was saying that you have to see it. It's a sky deck. Uh, supposedly, it's like a glass box that sticks out. And yeah. you are, how many feet was it? Do you remember? We were up 1,341 feet to be exact, 103 floors. And what it is, is everyone's social distancing. And there's three sections that stick out from the side of the building. And it's made out of clear glass or plexiglass yes. and it's all four sides so imagine yourself floating outside but you're not in the elements you're within the building so i want to tell you a little bit about this first of all we paid 30 dollars a person so it ended up being 60 dollars. we reserved a time limit which was around 6 30 because i figured they they said the best time to see it is around sunset and you know when the lights start to go on you know city views the only thing is, this is a tip for people who are thinking about going. By the time we got up there, it was 7.30 and our reservation was 6.30. So I do kind of regret that. I didn't know because I didn't know. We didn't know. I would, so, if someone wanted to do that, I would go earlier. recommend when it's daylight. Yeah, go a little bit earlier. So that's one tip. Second of all, uh, by the time we got up there and supposedly somebody told us that usually the line is much longer so for us i guess one hour is not that bad uh when we got up there we kind of felt a little bit rushed they gave us total what like few minutes few minutes because of social distancing only one group at a time can go within this space so and you walk in you walk in i think they give you only what two minutes three minutes yeah i felt like we kind of were rushed i mean the views are really beautiful it's a great experience especially if you i don't know you you've never experienced like height or if you're afraid of heights i wasn't afraid i thought i would be in either Samir, you, you feel safe. It's kind of cool. It, it really is it's cool. It's kind of cool, but you're hesitant at first. Just your instinct. Yeah. Just you're careful. So you put your foot on just to make sure it's steady. And when you go out there, the thing is, I think if you're out there during the daylight, you'll experience that height sensation more than at night. Because you're up 1,300 and some feet and you're looking straight down to the sidewalk down below. So either way, we went in there, I believe it was two or three minutes, and they said, oh, you only have a few seconds yeah, left. Yeah, I don't so know. So we did our was, selfies yeah, and, and videos. Yeah, it was kind of quick. And then once you do leave, they have a crew of two that would go into the space and sterilize everything. Clean it, so yeah. So there were clean it in, in between. Plus, it's indoor. Even like if you see the other views of the city, it's indoor. I don't know. There's something about being outdoor. It's different than, I don't know. Yeah, than, you get than the indoor. wind in your face yeah. and the whole thing. So, you know, it's nice to do it once. I don't know if I'll do it. Definitely, I will not do it again. Is it worth the $30? I don't know. You're, you're going to have to be the judge. But one of Nancy's followers did tell her that there's... Uh, there her is name is Sissica. That's Sissica, so Sissica, cool. that we met her, that's, uh, met her in Chicago. She said at the John Hancock building, uh, they actually, you can actually go up to the top of that building for free. So if someone does go to Chicago, check that out. But Sissica, she's just like, she works in the London house. London house, which is right in downtown Chicago, right on the river. And she was so sweet. She was like, you know, if you want, I can, you know, get you in. Because supposedly there's always lines there. So that one, you have to make reservations. She works She works at the rooftop lounge. Um, but the rooftop was kind of closed and because of the weather. So we end up having like, you know, drinks, cocktails. And then she took us up in the roof. Now, those views are amazing. I, I think I enjoyed those 
those views more than this kind. Yeah, that building was only 20 some stories Beautiful. tall, but it was right on the river. It, it overlooked all the buildings, surrounding buildings. Gorgeous. And so it was, it was really nice. And there's a dome up there. If you see it on my Instagram, there's a picture of the dome. She said that there's a lot of proposal packages, so a lot of... Uh, wedding proposals happen there which is kind of cute i think it's very romantic so if you are into lounging that is a place to go we highly recommend the london house in downtown chicago another place we do recommend we did uh on our last day there because our flight was later on at during the day um was the uh, millennium park which is right there on the magnificent mile if you're into architecture into sculptures into this and that that is the place to go they have a very beautiful amphitheater built out of stainless steel, curved... It's very uh, pretty. Yeah, formations. So it's really nice. And also a very iconic selfie location in Chicago. I didn't know. It, it, what is it called? The Cloud... What? Cloud Gate. Cloud Gate. It looks like... It, it represents a, a drop of liquid mercury. Yeah, it does look like So that. just kind of picture a big, huge chrome dome. And that's like selfie central. So we went there. That's in Millennium Park. So that was a very cool park to kind of visit and walk through and take pictures. We had a great time. Now, another tip we do is like our flight was five o'clock and we have to check out by noon. So what you do is you go to the front desk and you ask uh, if you can leave your luggage there, you know, while you explore. Because, you know, we're not going to take the luggage with us downtown. So what they do is they give you a ticket and they save it in a room. And then when it's time to go back to the you know airport, you just go back and you give them the ticket and you take your luggage. So that's what we did because we wanted to explore some uh, more as well. Now, when it was time to go, we wanted to Uber. But then Samir and I, we always, always loved. Actually, we wanted to do the subway, but we didn't. We wanted to experience the train because we asked the the front desk, like, you know, do, can we get a taxi through you? She's like, yes, but you can get an Uber, but why don't you take the train? Yeah, because the Uber at that time, that time of day was in was the 50s. $50. 50 yeah. some dollars. And, and we, we figured maybe the hotel has some sort of complimentary service. They didn't. Complimentary? What? Uh, well, 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 where do you live? Some, sometimes hotels have airport shuttles. Or shuttles. Yeah, yeah. shuttles. But maybe. she, with her great recommendation, she says, you know, I always take the train to that airport. We said, oh, are we going to take the train and lug our, you know, drag our luggage to the train station? But sure enough, we did uh, follow her recommendation. Luckily, we did. And one of the reasons is we wanted to take the train to tell you about the experience. So you're welcome. You're welcome. We really did it part as an experiment so we can share with you. So my experience with the train is I loved it. I loved it. It was only a few blocks, so it wasn't that bad. So I'm we a took walk from yeah, the hotel. a few blocks. And then it was $3, you guys. $3 a person, so $6 versus 50 So right there, you're saving a lot of money. And it took the same amount of time as getting taking an Uber. It wasn't that busy. It was pretty safe inside. And the nice thing about it, that train went through downtown. Yeah. So it was a really downtown. nice view. Yeah, it was. And, and it wasn't that long at all, 20 minutes. That's it, 20, 30. Top it was 30. like seven stops. Yeah, it was smooth and it was not congested or anything. So, so it was a great recommendation. A good tip. So if you go into Chicago and you want to take the train, if you go to Midway, airport you take the orange line the orange line to downtown to downtown Chicago. and if you go to o'hare you take the blue line blue line and it just drops you downtown it really is convenient it's very safe it's we, cheap we knew recommend that, it. we knew this information ahead of time when we were here in la but we did not want to take that chance but after knowing what we know now especially if you have a hotel within the uh Magnificent. Oh yeah, mile. I will take the train. Everything is within walking distance. I wanted to add one more thing. I forgot about restaurants because somebody asked me. 
you do you don't make reservations because I think of COVID, they don't know. So what you do, most of them, not all of them, most of them you have to go there and put your name down. But I do recommend that you call ahead of time and check because every restaurant is different. And then, yeah, their capacity, indoor dining capacity could be off or different or impacted. Less. Yes. So if you have to give this trip from 10, 1 to 10, what do you give it? Eight and a half. What? I give it 10. I enjoyed it. It was better than I expected. Everything about this trip was amazing. Well, the only reason why I didn't give it a 10, because if the weather was a little more comfortable, we would be able to enjoy our dining outdoors rather than indoors. So that experience wasn't as good as it should have been. But other than that, everything else was better than expected. I loved it. And another thing that you guys have to do is walk by the river. The river walk is amazing. We sat there before we went to the airport and had a glass, you know, a beer. And it was just amazing. Yeah, you'll see signs right off of the Magnificent Mile saying river walk. And you, you just go down a flight of stairs down to the river level. The river, actually, the river surface is below street level. It was really And nice. there you'll see microbreweries, you'll see cafes, restaurants. It's very cool. It's and this cool. river is not as big as you think it is. It's, it's a very quaint, calm river. People are kayaking on the river. And then you see these gleaming high-rises right uh, surrounding it. So it's, it's very nice. No, definitely is good. And get the Garrett popcorn because the Garrett popcorn is amazing. Get the Chicago mix, which is the uh, cheese popcorn with the caramel. That yeah. was really Shout good. Shout out to Garrett popcorn. And make sure you go to Magnolia Bakery and you get their banana pudding because it is to die for another shout out and one more place you have to visit it's wildberry pancake and cafe and it's for breakfast place it's really really good long way so you have to put your name down but their portions are huge very reasonable and their pancakes are delicious it's a must we wanted to leave you with this quote travel is fatal to prejudice bigotry and narrow-mindedness by Mark Twain. Now go out and enjoy the good life.